Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hold up. We're on the second hour of On the Block. Eastrick and Austin here. We are on the block right now in the second hour. Mm. What a wonderful day it is. It's snowing outside, but it's hot on the block inside right here. Sutter Heyman Text Live is always open to you. 402-464-5685. We thank all the streamers on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. We're appreciative of your um, uh, watching us and, and, and tapping in on a regular basis as well. Um, we talked about football, not football, but we talked about basketball, both the Huskers and the men and the women teams had success in their game last night. So that is a tremendous thing to, uh, to have for the, for the programs, but also we're going to talk a little bit about some NBA stuff. And, and the reason I want to talk about this is because, Right now, when you look up and down the standings, and we've talked about this, you know, at some point, you see a lot of parity. You know, you mm-hmm. it used to be where there was a when Michael Jordan was around, there was East Coast dominance, and then it shifted and went to a West Coast dominance uh, for a little bit. You know, with the Lakers and Kobe and Sacramento was was really good. Uh, Golden State took it. You know, the Thunder were also tough. You know, you had a real dominance on the uh, the Western side of things. And now it just seems to be there's a lot of parity out there. And all the teams are bunched up towards the bottom. So one bad streak can basically leave you out of the playoffs. That's how it is right now, the way that it looks. You know, teams are pretty close. Now, uh, the Eastern Division has a little bit more separation from that 10 to that 12, 13 spot, a little bit of separation. Whereas it's a bunch up from five <laughs> in the West, from, from the fifth slot in the West where the Dallas Mavericks reside. And they've been on a, their, their last 10, their four and six, but there's a close uh, uh, grouping of teams within that. And the Lakers seem to find their way in it. Now they don't have the wins, but their losses are kind of uh, right there in the mix. They're 11-11 at home. They're 9-14. and 14. But the problem is they're 1-8 in their division. That means they haven't even went, you know, on their long East Coast trip yet to face a lot of those teams that they may have to face on, their, on an East Coast swing. They've still got probably one or two of those left. And... They're nine and 16 in conference. That doesn't bode well when you're trying to move up the board and get into contention. So what we find is over the last few years, they have what they call LeBron James chasing Kareem. It's been a lot of talk. It's been a lot of hype behind it. The NBA has been pushing LeBron out in front of everybody's face. ESPN's constantly talking about him. But now that the Lakers are terrible and they're not playing very good basketball right now, Um, no sign of when Anthony Davis is going to return. But that's the question I have for you, Austin. LeBron chasing Kareem. I think he's going to get there. 
But do you think he gets there? And in getting there, do you feel that it matters? Because right now they're not playing for nothing. They don't seem like they're going to get in the mix to play for anything. They've been in the play of uh, the play-in game other than the asterisk bubble championship that they had. What's what, what are you thinking, man? I mean, I, does it matter? Is it just chasing stats or is it just a longevity contest? Yes, is my answer. It, it matters and it's a longevity contest and it's, it's stat padding. Think about how dominant Kareem was to put up those 38,000 whatever points. Insane. Best player of his era, hands down. Unstoppable. Winning team, too. Hugely winning, winning team. Winning championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. LeBron, I think, signified a whole new era of basketball where he was kind of that, you know, 6'8", 3'4", super small ball five type of guy. Um, early in his career, known for his athleticism, able to get downhill, developed some touch as a shooter, still not a, an absolute knockdown shooter, but he can step out and knock it down. So LeBron, I think, evolved with the NBA almost as much as he made the NBA, you know, try to find answers and counters to him, kind of like Kareem did. So they're similar in that way. The athletes LeBron is going up against on a night-in, night-out basis. Obviously, you know Kareem played dudes. He wasn't the only dude in the league. But LeBron's seeing someone probably 10 years, at least seven years younger than him, that's able to do a lot of what he does every night. Um, yeah. So that, to me, is it's still something. It takes more out of LeBron in a lot of ways to to get to where he was. The milestone itself, it has to mean something. Kareem's a titan in the game. LeBron is a titan in the game. It has to mean something to pass someone like Kareem. But at the same time, LeBron made his bed in saying, I'm going to go play for Kareem's franchise. I'm going to go to Los Angeles. And what's the expectation out there in Lakerland is championships. This is not a championship caliber roster. Partly due to LeBron and the choices he made. The guys that he, I don't want to even say suggested, the guys that he chose to surround himself with. Is Rob Palenka really the GM? In title, LeBron's doing just as much moves. He tells Rob what he wants, and that's the move that gets made. So that's on LeBron's conscience. That goes on his legacy, is that he chose not to compete for championships, or he thought that he was still, you know, peak prime LeBron, able to compete for championships with a roster that doesn't match the era he needs to play in. So, yes, reaching Kareem, which he absolutely does this season, um, means something. It has to in the history of basketball. I don't know if LeBron gets to 40,000. I bet he gets to 39,000. But, again, he chose to play for Los Angeles. If he had played his whole career in Cleveland, won the one title where he upsets the Warriors, okay, it's Cleveland. No one wins in Cleveland. It's a little Cleveland. They're not, you know, a powerhouse franchise. But LeBron made championships matter when he went to go play for the Heat to go get one. And then he made championships matter again when he chose to go out to Los Angeles. So it has to mean something when he breaks Kareem's record. But to some degree, it is just stat padding at this point. Yeah, I, I, I like I like that explanation. Um, I When I think about it also, I think that he benefits significantly also from rule changes mm-hmm. um, to not be able to put a body, to put a shoulder, to put a forearm 
on LeBron, it makes it extremely difficult for you to do anything with somebody of his likeness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I, I think he does reach it. Um, but my next question would be to you is, how many years do you think he has left? Does he even want to stay? Or does he look at other pursuits? And, you know, does he remain a Laker? Do they? Do the Lakers still want to keep him? You know, those are some of the questions that I would have at this point. What, what, I mean, obviously, we're not the GM. We're not them. <laughs> right. But we can't make that decision. But, mm-hmm. you know, just 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 throwing it out there. Those are some of the things I think about when I'm looking at it with, you know, my broad scope and my eyes on a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to, I think, what Tom Brady's going through right now, where he and LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, handpick their organization. And they can still play at their current age, but you have to have – a modern football roster around them. I mean, both guys have had pieces around him banged up by injury. So I know LeBron said that he wants to play with Bronny. That would be, he would need to play two more seasons. Bronny's a high school senior right now. So he'll have to play one year in college or, you know, in the G League, whatever, before he's NBA draft eligible. I think LeBron will hold on for another couple seasons. And if he does that, I think the odds are, really good that barring injury, he gets to 39,500 points. But is it with Los Angeles? I don't know. I really doubt it's with Cleveland. Even for LeBron James, think about how that young core is taken They traded for Spida. You don't go get LeBron, even if it's LeBron, even if he's the kid from there. You don't take that risk. So then it's going to be really weird seeing LeBron like actually have to go through free agency to pitch himself to teams. And have a team that actually wants him rather than, hey, I'm coming, make room for me. I uh, When I think about Tom Brady and LeBron, I, I, and I see what you're saying, and I think for the success that they need to have, you want that mind, you want that moxie, you want that leadership. And it reminds me of Peyton Manning. Because Peyton Manning was a shell of himself, didn't have the arm strength, Sometimes he was throwing ducks, <laughs> but mm-hmm. he was getting it there, but they, mm-hmm. and they were winning games and, and they, they, you know, they were able to get it done um, as he was leaving over there at Denver. So uh, it kind of reminds me of that. You, you, you want, I, I just, when I look around the landscape of the league, um, I'm trying to think of a place that he would be a good fit with his skill set still intact. And I'm having trouble. Like, I can tell you who I think would love to have him. Who, who is that? I think the Atlanta Hawks would love to have him. Ooh. With Trey. Okay. With, with Trey. I think the Atlanta Hawks would love to have him. I think, I think even with what they're trying to do up in Sacramento with Darian Fox and that group, I think they would love to have him. Um, I could see potentially Portland. But Ooh. I don't like it because I think Portland is 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 a young, emerging, up and coming type of team. Um, you know, so those are some of the places that just came to mind off the top. Um, I don't see anybody out east right now in my head that I would really like. Definitely not Brooklyn. No, I don't think New York is a good fit for him. What they're trying to do there, but but um, can you put it past James Dolan not to just get LeBron to say he got LeBron? Well, the marketplace would be fitting for him. Mm-hmm. But the know, team for, wouldn't, for, you're right. That. But the team wouldn't. You know, may, may, but see, and then you can't see him going to a place like Orlando 
because no. you know he's gonna he's too he's too prideful. He hates what's going on in LA right now. I I mean I know he I I just could imagine how he feels walking out of the locker room because you know he's got pride. He's a prideful dude. But so, is, isn't he to blame you know, for some of what's going on? Because he wanted facts. Russ there. He chose Anthony Davis again. Very talented. Facts. But we knew he knew Anthony Davis's injury history. So some of this has to fall yeah. at his feet. He has to fall at his feet, and he doesn't want to take that. That's the that's the thing I've always. That's the thing why he won't be the goat for me. Because mm. when uh, uh, other than that one year in Cleveland, when it really really mattered. He didn't show up for me. It was Ray Allen. It was Dwayne Wade. It was Bosch. Um, it was it, well, n- not necessarily Bosch and Crunch, but sure. when it mattered, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was um, it was other people. Kyrie that, hit the big shot. Yes, even on that that with love and so it, it, for me, it, he's not that guy. You know, he's okay. gonna always make the right play. He's gonna make the right play, but. If I'm that guy, you know, you look at MJ's uh, crutch numbers, he's over 50% in the clutch, period. Mm-hmm. Like, he, give me the rock, and it's going to be 50% of the time, it's going to be bucket. But LeBron, he may take that thing, and that thing may hit off the backboard and <laughs> not be close when it comes down to clutch. Or he don't want to go to the free throw line sometimes when it's clutching. And that, that to me, is, is not, not, not uh, goat-worthy. So on that front, as you look at LeBron and what his legacy is, is the best move for LeBron to extend his career, maybe build up, you know, some more street cred, probably not a whole lot, but at least a little. Could LeBron play kind of a, you know, caretaker point guard role? I know he's huge. I know he's got the body that he could age down to playing on the block, but he's got the passing vision. He's got the acumen, the brain for the game. I could see him, you know, aging gracefully if he really dedicates himself to getting in the gym and knocking down shots and just being a point guard, essentially, where he doesn't have to be the one to take over. If he can be the setup guy, I think that would go a long way in helping LeBron age gracefully. But you mentioned that pride aspect. As an NBA player, are you willing to take that big a step back when you've been that guy, the face of the NBA since you entered it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be the hardest thing. I mean, you saw it throughout the landscape of, of, of retirements, you're looking at Carmelo Anthony, who barely was able to get back in because of that same myth. You look at Allen Iverson, who didn't want to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, go into the, the uh, anons of time and let it just kind of, you know, fade out in the good, good dawns of time. He didn't want to do that. So you've got guys that are like that, that, that didn't want to, that didn't want to fade out. Um, I can tell you that, you know, I think Chris Paul is, he's about done. Go over to Phoenix. You know, you, you've already got guys there. Go go run the show and be just mm-hmm. get the ball to freaking Devin Booker <laughs> and go downhill a few times. Yeah. You'd probably be all right. You know, so I could see something like that happening, whether they're real, willing to spend the capital on it. I don't know. But, you know, I, I could see him kind of going into a, 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 a point forward type of met, met, uh, uh, way of style of play and distributing and, and, you know, taking a shot every now and then or getting in the post and, you know, creating double teams and other shot opportunities for others. A couple things from the text line for you, Strick, people want to know. Uh, Cubsker says, potential trade he just saw, LeBron to Chicago in exchange to the Lakers get DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and Pat Williams. Mm. Mm. If I'm Chicago, um, so here's the thing. 
that's what you would be looking for because you 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 still got Zach Levine under contract for I think another couple years, few years, years. Mm-hmm. and Voot. um, you've got good center work. You want him to distribute. They're not overly defensive laden, so he's not going to feel that he needs to come in there and do that. But mid range killer DeMar DeRozan. That might be something they would like to have there um, finish out the year with, um, uh, you know, let 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 Westbrook go into uh, OKC Westbrook mode, not shooting the ball the freaking time, <laughs> but let him create, get the ball to DeMar Rosen and let DeMar work him, work people out. It could be a good work, but it, they're not going to win nothing without uh, Anthony Davis in that with that type of lineup, though. They're not going to win. Uh, two more from the text lineup. Kanpai says, uh, do you think Kareem shows up to the game that LeBron breaks his record? To be honest, I I, I think I think Kareem doesn't really like LeBron. <laughs> that's just that's okay. just my opinion. Okay, okay. I, I don't think I don't think I I think a, a a lot of things about Kareem and and just him being a soldier and him being you know who he was in the game. I, I don't think he likes the way the game has changed and the way the game is now. And I think he looks at, at LeBron like, like, like I did, I saw a stat just recently, right? Just think about this though. 71, 61, 50, all these guys are getting 45 and 50. It's like almost a hundred and some guys and got over 40 points. Really? <laughs> when, when at some of the hardest times, and people are going to say, oh, it's the skill level. No, no. The game is broken. The game is all these guys spread themselves out. Nobody plays D. Everybody just freaking allows you to kind of get to wherever you want to. You're token D for the most part. And you're shooting threes, and you're you're getting to the free throw line on tap touches with your fingernails, and <laughs> and that, that's where the game is now. It's it's crazy. Now guys are skilled. I'm not even going to take that away from guys, but but they've got to do something about that. It's I mean, a different the, era the averages, with the threes yeah, and how open it is. Are, yeah, the, the the it's it's just a very open style of game. Um, yes, it's, it can be entertaining, but. They're saying some of those numbers are starting to drop. It, it just guys don't, you know, they're, they're not, and it's not even a purist situation. It's not even about being purest of the game. It's just about, you know, is that really entertaining? Like for example, I can't even go to an All Star game anymore. <laughs> when I used to go to the All Star games, I they, look people competed. Like yeah, it was kind of easy, but when you got into that third and fourth quarter, everybody was getting after it. Like we mm-hmm. trying to bust your head over. Like we, we, we trying to win. So yeah, you know it's 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 one of those things now about the league that I just don't take a, a liking to. I don't I watch it, but I don't watch it watch it like I used to. For sure. Last thing before we get to Andrew Alex, uh, Ben asks, could you see a small market team taking a flyer on LeBron to get butts in seats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then what they would they would try to do is. Uh, take that and make that a LeBroni, a Bronny situation and keep it in the cycle. Like I could see them trying to, they may not, they may not draft him in the first round. He he could be, but I just don't see him as right now. I'd love to see him in college first. Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing, you know, where he's playing right now. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still a little iffy, but 
I would like to see him, you know, against high level competition and to see how he handles that. And then uh, even if they take him in the second round, he'll stay on the team. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I can see a small market team doing that. Uh, The best way I heard Bronny James described right now is a four star talent with a six star name. Kind of where he's at. Mm-hmm. Solid enough mm-hmm. high school prospect, but again, he's got the name, which which heightens all the expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Got hops, though. He can get up. That he can. <laughs> uh, coming up next here on the block, we'll welcome in Andrew Alex out in Blacksburg, one of Nate's old contacts. We'll talk some NFL playoffs, maybe sneaks Macy C. Hoops in, but big divisional weekend. Shrek, you and I will get into that more tomorrow. Big weekend of football ahead, but we'll get to uh, – Andrew Alex's thoughts to lead us off after this.